The problem is you brag so much, you think you're better than everyone else and you need to know you could lose your job and not even be an influencer at any point. So you need to humble yourself. Welcome back to Too Smart For This. My name's Alexis Barber and I am your host and I'm so happy to be back creating this podcast that I started a year and a half ago now. I started this show in December 2020 and I took a break in December 2021 and now we are back on the mic with a new look, a new cover art. We're evolving. I mean, I'm a more evolved person. I mean, my life was so different from when I started this show to where I am now. And I'm so excited and happy that we get to be creating more content for you. So if you are new here, hello, hi, my name is Alexis. I am 23. I live in New York City. Hold on, we'll get back to that. I work full-time in big tech at YouTube, and I'm also a lifestyle content creator where I make content just about my life, you know, because I am too much of a Sagittarius to niche down. So I, wear, I have a corporate job, and I'm also a content creator. I really like doing both. I don't plan on stopping either of them soon, so stay tuned for that. And I just made the decision to try out living in Los Angeles for a while. So I got an apartment, and a week from the day this episode airs, I will be moving to LA. And I am so excited. There's gonna be a lot of moving content. There's gonna be a lot of apartment decorating, which if you've been here for a while, you know is my favorite thing to do. I literally rearranged my apartment so many times. We've got two bedrooms to play with, girlies, and a whole living room, a whole dining room. I'm so freaking excited. Like, this place is going to be a home for me to create, a place for me to really get back to myself. A big thing for me about moving to LA is I feel like I sort of have tapped out in this home in New York. I've gotten to such a great place here in New York by living here, by experimenting, seeing what I was capable of here, going super hard, grinding here in New York. And I just wanna try something else out. I think LA still has enough of a grind for me to thrive and try new things out and get new opportunities. But it also, I think, lends itself to more of a healthy, relaxed lifestyle. And so the three main reasons I am trying out living in LA are one, my health. I haven't talked much about this on the show, or I have, you can go back and listen to my episode on having MS. But in the last six months, my stress levels and the weather changes in New York, which really activate my MS, have really started to take hold on me. And the sort of surviving and thriving and socializing around alcohol here, I think is also taking a toll on my physical health so for a long time I've just been trying to be in a better place and obviously it's possible to be healthy wherever you are but I just kind of want to be immersed in that culture of taking care of yourself where that's like fun and that's the norm so that's the main reason is health and the second reason is my job truthfully like I think like per my personal reason for moving is is health but additionally my job is just easier to do when you're in Los Angeles. And that's because my manager is there. All of the creators, I work with creators, so all the creators are in LA. There's so much to do there, and it's just something I wanna experiment. I'm not someone who knows where I wanna live long-term forever, and I honestly don't see myself living anywhere long-term forever. Like, I don't see any, like, one city being the one place I spend 365 days a year. My boyfriend and I are big, 
travelers and I want to be someone who has places in lots of different cities and I'm lucky enough to have a job that allows me to do that. I still plan on keeping my apartment here in New York for a while and coming back every few months, especially because I don't think my boyfriend's gonna move there right away either. So that's my update, my huge life update. I'm moving to LA soon and the content's gonna be fire. So I hope you're ready for it. That being said, let's jump into what you can expect from this podcast. So as many of you know, I took a break from this show in December, 2021 to do a podcast called Bad Vibes with Betches Media, which was at the time of my life. I had a great time. I love working with Betches. I love Talia. We made great content and I really enjoyed it. And the reason I feel so sad about it is that I had to take that step back because it wasn't working with my corporate job. That was 100% my decision and they decided to stop the show after I left because it wasn't the same with both of us. And I do feel sad about that because there was such an amazing community of young girls who needed good advice. I hope to accomplish that with this show and I think Talia does a great job of being herself and showing up for young women on her on her socials as well. So. I think we're still accomplishing that. It just couldn't be done in the format that it was with that media company and with all the time and energy that went into doing it on a week to week basis. So hopefully this cures or helps you in whatever way you need it. With that being said, what can you expect from the podcast? So you may have noticed that my Instagram handle for Too Smart For This has changed to Too Collective. And that's because Too Collective is now an umbrella brand of sort of anything I want it to be. Too Smart For This is the podcast that's gonna go under Too Collective, but I also hope to be sharing more like helpful content on that page. I want it to be more than just this podcast and be more for these ambitious, basic bitches like myself who want to live a super soft life, but also have lots of goals for themselves, who are untangling society's expectations of who they are and who they should be and what they should act like in order to you know, decide what they want for themselves. So I am doing it in the same amount of time and the same energy as you are. I am making mistakes on the daily. I am learning from those mistakes on the daily. And I'm hoping to just share with you all what my experience is in hopes that it helps you grow in some ways too. That's what Two Collective is about. Um, I chose the name Two because too smart for this, obviously, but also I wanna take back all of those things that I've been told I am too much of. So I'm too ambitious, I'm too lazy, I'm too basic, I'm too superficial, I'm too smart, I'm too whatever, I'm just tired of not being in that middle ground of perfection that everyone expects from women these days. I'm excited to create way more incredible, beautiful content. Shout out to my brand designer at The Brand Doula. I did an episode with her um, in the early days of this podcast. Go check it out. She and I work together at Google. Lola is her name and she's the founder of The Brand Doula and we work together on the branding for this podcast for a long time. I think it is gorgeous and I think you all will love it. So go check her out 100%. If you're in any need for anything branding, go to her, period. In terms of logistics, what you can expect from this podcast moving forward is one monthly theme. So we're gonna be talking about a certain subject for every month, and then within that theme, we'll have two episodes a week, one with a guest and one with me just talking, rambling, shooting the shit. We're just gonna be going for it, okay? So let's get into this month's theme, which is embracing who you are 
and doing that through allowing yourself to be multifaceted. So being multifaceted and allowing myself to be more than one thing has really helped me overcome my perfectionism and it's helped me just enjoy my life a lot more. And when I decided I wanted to talk about this topic, I decided to start with the root, the root of the problem. And so let's start there. Why is it so hard for us to be ourselves, to embrace what makes us amazing humans? I think it's because we have this notion that women need to be humble in order to be worthy. Women need to have humility in order to be worthy. And we need to be quiet when we need to be quiet. We can only be loud at certain times. We have to be nice when we're loud. We also can't be too mean. We have to be in this middle ground of humbling ourselves. I think it goes hand in hand with this idea that we're supposed to fit in boxes, for example. like. If you work in finance, you can't also be a painter because those two things don't make sense. If you're analytically minded, how could you also be creative and do both of those things and not want to give one or the other up in favor of the other one, you know? We do that a lot. And so when we see people living that, doing that, we're like, wait, those two things don't add up. But who created what that equation is supposed to look like? Like who decided those two things don't add up, you know? So it gets really confusing for people when they see you living outside of a box that they have confined themselves into. So I've been experiencing some of this a little bit firsthand recently. So those of you who follow me on Instagram will know that I post a daily affirmation every morning on my stories for the most part. Some days I take off of Instagram, but for the most part, I post a daily affirmation. And one that I posted a few weeks ago was, remember that life does not have to be super difficult. Things can come to you easily. And I said this because as someone who grew up with a lot of trauma, a super chaotic, super chaotic upbringing, I find that when things are going well for me, I start to self-sabotage. I start to be like, no, um, I can't have this stability. You know, not for me, not for me. And so that's where I was coming from. But someone decided to message me and say, that is a super out of touch, ignorant thing to say. All right, because people, because obviously everyone wants their life handed to them on a super, on a silver platter. Okay, what's that got to do with me? What? Girl, I would have loved, loved, enjoyed, been so happy if my life had been served to me on a silver platter, but guess what? It was not. It absolutely was not. I actually happen to have worked for every single thing I've gotten in this world. I've been super lucky in lots of situations too, but don't group me into that little group of, oh, her parents paid for her life, girl. Never that. Not me. I worked super hard. I still work super hard because I'm delusionally ambitious, but she continued to say to me, continued to berate me and said, I'm reading it. So let me see. The problem is you brag so much. You think you're better than everyone else. And you need to know you could lose your job and not even be an influencer at any point. So you need to humble yourself, humble myself. Hmm. First of all, I don't consider myself to be someone who brags often. And even if I was, I do think I deserve to because I've created such an incredible life for myself. And honestly, I don't find it bragging. It's celebrating. I'm enjoying that. Secondly, this phrase of humble yourself has been used to keep women down for so, so long. 
And that's what I wanna get into right now. For example, we see this obsession with humbling women a lot from men. I'll bring up an example for you. My friend Delara, AKA Legal Baddie on TikTok made this video about the statistics of dating and men and money. And a lot of obviously men who make more money apparently had like better prospects of dating, whatever. And the comments where these super triggered men were all about putting women down. They were like, well, we don't need to get our money up. Women need to get their body count down. We don't need to get our money up. Women are just too fat. Women just were always looking for money. They're not looking for a real man, blah, 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 blah. Using their power to tell women that they weren't enough so that they would stop stepping into that power, stop stepping into those standards that they had for their relationships. We're trying to humble all these women so that they would have lower expectations for dating. And therefore, if they had lower expectations for dating and started dating people who were not in the vibe that they were putting out, therefore, men would have more power. Men wouldn't have to step it up because just because women are stepping it up, men are like, no, you're not allowed to step it up. We're gonna keep you down. So men obviously do that. On Twitter, we see things like, you just had to keep, I just had to keep you grounded or I just had to keep you humble when some girl is posting an exciting selfie of themselves and men will be like, mm, you're not even that bad. Oh, just had to keep you humble. What? For what though? For what though? Like the act of humbling people is just taking away somebody else's happiness so that you can feel secure in your own sadness. That is so unproductive. Why would we do that? When we as women unapologetically live in our truth, when we unapologetically enjoy our lives, enjoy our femininity, enjoy our money, anything like that, or God forbid, just aren't suffering, people get triggered. People get upset. People don't wanna see that because guess what? They are suffering. They are suffering. And so when other people are suffering, we feel like, oh, it's okay for me to be suffering too. But when other people are happy, we're like, oh, Mm, that doesn't sit right with me. They need to be just as sad as I am. And maybe it's not in those words. Maybe it's not, oh, she's happy. I'm going to attack her. That's probably not what these people are thinking. Like this girl saw me recovering from my trauma, using a new affirmation to recover from my trauma and saw it as me bragging and saw it as me being out of touch. Okay. That's not my problem though. Just because you are feeling a certain way, you're feeling like, oh, you need to humble yourself because you could lose your job, whatever. You need to be more humble. Why do I need to be more humble? Why does me being proud and confident in what I've accomplished mean that I have to be humble? Like what? So the thing is, people think, oh, shouldn't you be suffering? Listen, I've suffered before. I don't want to go back there. I really don't. I really don't want to go back there. So why would I compromise my own happiness to make other people feel better? Unfortunately for us, a lot of women do just that. We do compromise our own happiness to make other people feel better. And sometimes it's in big ways, like mothers who decide not to pursue their own passions in favor of their children. Sometimes it's big sisters who stay home and take care of their younger siblings instead of going to college. Sometimes we see it as women who don't go after their own ambitions and careers in favor of their boyfriends. We see this a lot, but in micro ways, it's also happening. In micro ways, it's also really getting to us, okay? We feel like we need to keep the peace in a toxic situation just so that we don't make other people uncomfortable. And I am sure you can relate to that, especially when you're a black woman. A lot of times you'll see an injustice, but if you speak up about it, you'll be branded a certain way, whether or not you have 
a positive or negative tone about it. We sacrifice our own livelihood so that people around us will think we're the chill girl or the confident girl or the girl who doesn't make a big deal out of things just because other people feel the need. Other people aren't confident, you know? Other people need to be comfortable. But what is the point of keeping the peace if you're not actually comfortable in that setting? What is the point? Men are obviously the largest perpetrators of like humbling other women, so much so to the point where we literally lost bodily autonomy and human rights recently. But I find it much more scaring and jarring when it comes from other women, especially because it only helps to reinforce the disdain that society has for women who've chosen who they are and have decided to be themselves. Because that was not possible for us to do a mere 40 years ago, okay? We could not exist and choose what lives we wanted very recently, okay? Your mother, your grandmother probably couldn't and that's probably why a lot of people do this, but let's just think about that. So if because you have this choice to decide what you wanna do with your life and decide how you wanna live your life, you can't squander that just to make other people feel comfortable. Like, it's really not worth it, girl. So what this situation taught me is that building your own life, deciding what you want, existing in your own power is a radical act. And so that for you is something to think about because it was what I had to realize is that I feel like I'm just over here living my life trying to help other people and share my life and be happy. And that's triggering for other people and that's not your responsibility. Your responsibility is to live in your truth, deal with your own triggers, exist in your ether, create the life you want because you're gonna be dragged no matter what. You're either gonna be unhappy keeping the peace with all these people around you or you're going to be happy living the life that you chose to create for yourself. So which one do you wanna do? Because you're gonna be dragged for either one. You deserve to live your life without being criticized. You deserve to choose whatever you wanna do and you don't owe anyone an explanation for that, okay? That's what I've learned from this situation. And so something that's helped me embrace that is that I don't have to fit in a box. I don't have to be a super nice girl and therefore everything that I'm always smiling, I'm never going to tell you my opinion that's not going to be my vibe. That's not gonna be my vibe. It's not gonna be yours, it doesn't have, if you want it to be yours, sure. But I don't have to fit in that, oh, I'm not being nice, I'm not being perfect right now, therefore I am not worthy, you know? No, I can be multifaceted, I have different interests. I have two different jobs that I really, really like. I don't have to give one of them up in order to be successful in either of them. I don't have to, fit into this box of being a perfect big sister and therefore throw away all of my ambitions and interests in the interest of being a good big sister and helping my siblings all the time. No, you can do all of these things at once. You just have to be very true to yourself and when you're deciding how you're going to go about that life and be very organized with it. So those are the themes we're gonna touch on this month. I'm gonna talk more about being multifaceted and more about creating systems to help you balance a lot of different things because I think I've done a good job of that. But what I most want you to remember is that you don't have to fit into other boxes in order to make other people feel super comfortable, okay? And I'm not saying that you have to, that when you get valid criticism that you don't listen to it. I don't feel as though I was getting valid criticism that was coming from a good place. Therefore, that's why, that's why I had the reaction to this situation. And I genuinely do feel bad for 
this person. Existing within labels is done. We're not doing that anymore. We're multifaceted. We're interesting. We love ourselves and we're not going to bend over backwards to make other people feel comfortable when we are living our best lives, okay? Let's talk about it. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. If you are watching this on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. Thank you so much for watching. And if you are listening to this on Apple or Spotify or on the podcast apps, make sure to leave a review. I'm gonna be doing a weekly review giveaway, okay? So I get so much PR sent to me, obviously. And so if you leave a five-star review and you like write it out, like on Apple or Spotify or whatever, I'll choose one every week and I'll find you and we will send you a PR package or some form of little goodies. And if I don't have PR that week for some reason, we'll do an Amazon gift card because you girlies really keep this going. I always say this, but my YouTube girls, my podcast girls, those are my favorite members of my audience because you all really listen. You're here for real. You're really ingesting this content i feel like you know me for real for real and that means so much to me so i want to reward that and thank you so so much for sticking around thank you if you're returning as a returning listener from 2021 thank you for listening all of 2021 this year we have incredible content that's coming towards you and you are gonna love it so thank you so much follow us everywhere and don't forget you are too smart to not love yourself Thank you.